Thanks for listening to this episode of Orion Talents from the Battlefield to the Boardroom podcast. In today's show, we're going to tackle some of the most difficult frequently asked interview questions, such as tell me about a time that you failed and what are some of your weaknesses? If you're getting ready for the interview process or just need to brush up on some interview tips, make sure that you listen to this episode. We've recently launched our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. So if you enjoy listening, make sure you subscribe and share with your friends. While you're there, we'd love to get your feedback, so make sure you give us a rating as well. If you have any questions about this interview or topics for a future podcast, please send me an email at podcast at oriontalent.com. For today's show, we're interviewing Todd Phillips. Todd's a senior vice president with Orion. He's been here for, what, Todd, 12 years now? 13? 12 years. 12 years. Yep. Todd's an Army veteran, and he is going to help us go through some of the commonly asked interview questions, um, help you understand maybe why employers are asking these questions, how should you answer them, and then maybe some things to avoid. So, Todd, one of the questions that people are asked very frequently that can be difficult to answer because you don't really want to highlight your shortcomings, but one question is, what is your weakness? So what do employers want to know when they ask this question? Yeah, I think when employers ask this question, it is a commonly asked question. It's one of the negative questions you'll hear in an interview that's, uh, that you should expect and be able to prepare for is that regardless of your background, um, they just want to make sure you're self-aware. You know, everybody's got things they can improve. They're not looking for things that disqualify you, but have you done some self-analysis? Do you know who you are? Do you know where you can professionally uh, evolve and change? Okay, so what are some keys to successfully answering this question? Well, I think there's three. I think, number one, you've got to own it. When you say, I've got a weakness uh, versus somebody said this is my weakness, my wife, significant other said this is my weakness, Mm -hmm. I think you've got to own it to begin with. I think number two is you keep it singular. You talk about weakness, not weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Um, we've all got multiple things we can work on, but we don't want to open uh, Pandora's box here, right? We want to <laughs> talk about uh, a negative question as briefly and as concisely as possible when we want to move out of it and uh, talk about more positive things. And then I think number three is um, talk about the steps you're taking to overcome it. All of us have weaknesses. Everybody's going to have it. But there ought to be a plan, something you're doing to address it, whether it's professional reading, whether it's talking to a coach or mentor. Um, there, there's countless steps you can take, but there, there should be some plan for overcoming it um, that uh, you end on that's a more of a positive note. Yeah, definitely. So um, in terms of what should we avoid for this question, is there anything that you would tell someone absolutely do not say this during the interview process? Yeah, absolutely. I, mean, I think you're looking to avoid red flags, right? If you're in a sales interview, you want to avoid things that could disqualify you from a sales interview or a technical interview. Um, you also, again, want to keep it singular. You want to keep it away from multiple weaknesses, um, you want to talk about a singular weakness. I think the last thing you want to do in anything is disqualify yourself or bring up more negative things in an interview. Mm-hmm. So kind of in the same line of talking about weaknesses, another common question is um, employers tend to ask, tell me about a time that you failed. So what's really behind that and you know, what are some keys to kind of overcoming that question? Well, I think that every employer knows that um, you failed at some point in your life, and, and I think they're just looking for an opportunity to see how, how you've grown professionally as a result. Yeah, so do you have any suggestions for how you could successfully answer that type of question? Yeah, I think, I think you definitely got to own it. You, you've got to talk about your failure and what you did. Um, I think you have to be specific. 
use time, dates, and names. So it's not vague, it's not general, it's not something made up. It's something very specific that you've learned from. And then I think lastly, you've got to talk professionally how you grew as a result, what you learned and what, what you're still using to this day that makes you a better professional. Yeah, so it sounds like the commonality between the past two questions is just be honest, but then make sure that not only trying to turn it into a positive, but show how you've actually improved and how you're growing professionally based on that failure and the weakness. Absolutely. So what about what we should avoid when answering a question like this? To me, it's a talking in generalities. I think mm -hmm. the more general you are in an interview, I think the more... Uh, the more the company's going to want for an, more answers. They want to know it's real. They want to know it's specific. You ought to be able to paint a picture in their mind's eye about, you know, what you did, how you overcame it. You want to be specific, but maybe not get too bogged down in details. But if you talk mm -hmm. to in general, I mean, I, I just think sometimes people can interpret that as made up, boss, mm -hmm. and that's something you definitely want to avoid. Yeah, for sure. So moving on to be a little bit more positive, one question that we could ask is, tell me about a time that you improved a process. So what about this one? What do you think the gist of what the employer is trying to get out of this one? Well, I think that every employer in every industry in the country, um, it doesn't matter if you're recruiting like we are, or if you're in the services sector, or if you're manufacturing or wherever you may be, is looking for to become more efficient. Right, um, and there, there's a lot of key terminology out there. There's Six Sigma, there's Lean, there's Toyota Lean, uh, there's Kaizen. There's there's a lot of different terminology out there, but they just want to know: um, Do you have a process improvement type mindset? Have you done that in the past, and can you help them? Yeah, and what about? I mean, do you have any suggestions for how to successfully answer the question? Maybe even tying in some relevant experience from your own military background or. Um, you know, previous work experience or something like that. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think the, the key, uh, and you hit the nail on the head, is, is I think you have to give a specific example. You've got to tie it back to a specific project with some quantifiables. You've got to talk about something that, that's made a difference for your company or your team or your organization or wherever you're coming from. In the military, there's plenty of opportunities to do to, uh, do that. Um, it just may not be a large-scale project, and that's okay. Um, but you want to give quantifiable numbers where possible. Um, the example doesn't have to show that you saved them uh, a company a million dollars, for example. You just have to show them there's some tangible experience that you have out there that you've improved the process. Mm -hmm. Any red flags that a candidate should um, kind of avoid saying when they're answering this question? I think that you can't say you don't have any experience improving processes. I mean, this is a research or a homework type question. I mean, you should be prepared for it. You should go in there with, with a couple examples that you can relate. Big or small, it doesn't matter. Just a matter that you have that mindset and that you can bring that to the company. Got it. So another question, and this one's a little bit, sometimes could be uncomfortable to address as well, is just, how do you deal with a conflict? So whether that's a boss, a peer, a subordinate, why do you think that that is an important question for employers to ask? Well, number one is, is I think regardless of the company, uh, where you are in the country, where you are in the world, um, how good a culture a company has, conflict's inevitable. And, and conflict can be small. Conflict can be a disagreement. Conflict can be large, right? And they have a right as an employer to want to know how you'll react in that situation. Okay, so how could we successfully answer the question and kind of turn the outcome in our favor on why this was a good outcome to the conflict? 
Oh, for sure. I mean, I, don't, I think the key is, is again, preparation and research. I mean, you, have, you should have an example ready for each of the three typical scenarios, which is conflict with you and a boss, conflict with you and a peer, and conflict with you and somebody that's, that's worked for you or was, has been on your team. So start there. Um, I, I think that each of those examples, you need one that has a positive resolution to it. Um, mm-hmm. We've got plenty of examples out there. All of us are, you know, ha- have a lot of life experience, and, and you just want to talk about the positive resolutions there. Um, they're looking for more mature, well-adjusted people. Uh, just make sure your answer reflects that, and, and I think you'll be in good shape. Yeah, and I think that positive resolution is key because, like you said, everyone has conflicts. There's always going to be a conflict with somebody that you work with, whether you're right, wrong, there's always going to be a conflict potentially. However, it's the positive resolution that you for sure want to highlight during an interview so that it doesn't seem that you are a confrontational or conflict ridden person. Right. Absolutely. Okay. So another question, and I see this one being very prominent because of the fact that lots of candidates that we're working with are just transitioning. Um, from the military and it could be their first interview or first career outside of the military and so the hiring managers don't really see the fit so they might say I don't think you're a good fit for this position because you don't have industry experience so why should I hire you yeah I mean you've got to put yourself in their shoes if they don't have military experience and they're gonna look at your resume and maybe not see the 10 for 10 match of all the skills they're looking for um, but what, and they're not necessarily looking for that. They're looking for somebody a seven or eight out of ten. So really, what they're doing is looking to see if you have the skills, uh, some of the skills, and the ones that you're missing or lack. You have a plan to overcome it. I mean, that that's really it. I don't think they have these false expectations that you know that you have ex- every single qualification and requirement on the position summary or that that you've seen online. It's more that you have a plan for overcoming what you're short of. Yeah, so um, what do you think we should avoid then when we're answering this type of question? If someone asks, why should I hire you? What are some of the things you should avoid? Well, I I think realistically, um, you shouldn't say, I I would say, I would tend to do the positive piece versus what to avoid. I would say, you know, what they need to do first is um, they need to know the requirements. They need to know themselves. Um, but try to turn that negative into a positive. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I guess from the avoidance piece, I, I would probably say, don't go negative. Don't say, hey, look, well, I don't have these and don't have a plan for overcoming them. You know, turn mm-hmm. a negative into a positive. Tell them, hey, look, I've got all these. I'm missing these two specific experiences. And let me give you an example. Let me say I, I'm applying for a job in manufacturing. I'm coming straight out of the military. Well, I may not have manufacturing experience. Admit that and tell mm-hmm. them, look, I know I don't have manufacturing experience, but what I do have is a great technical aptitude, great work ethic, and I have an ability to pick up on things quickly, and I know I can do this. I've done research, I know what manufacturing is, and I'm excited to be in it. Just have a plan to overcome it. I think if you do that, you're gonna be in good shape. Most employers realize that you're not gonna have 10 out of 10 skills. Yeah, and I mean, really with it, just as much as we work with our candidates to prepare them and you know let them know what to expect during an interview, we're also working with the managers that will be interviewing them. So I think with this one, of course, they will still inevitably run into managers who might want them to have that industry experience. But I think we also work with them to kind of level set that expectation. So I think your advice of having a plan and really just being excited and showing that you want the opportunity can go a long way. I would agree. I mean, 
85% of the time, you know, the company's going to hire somebody that they like. All the qualifications being equal, they're going to hire somebody that they like, enjoy, that they can see that's passionate about their business. So just have a plan to overcome your shortcomings, and you'll be in good shape. Okay, well, I think that's all the questions we have for today. So, Todd, thank you very much for your time. Thank you, Megan. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of From the Battlefield to the Boardroom. As I mentioned earlier in the show, we've recently launched on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. We would love to continue to serve as a resource for you during your military transition and beyond. Make sure you subscribe so that you'll never miss an episode. If you enjoy our show, don't hesitate to share it with your friends and give us a rating.